0: <laughs> Victory ninety one point <laughs> five. Good morning, five. <laughs> Rise and Stein, A special edition of Study Your Spouse Thursday. Here we have been unpacking Jesus's bride, taking a look at studying Jesus's bride. Ray Haynes, was prayed over this for for months, and and God even woke him up a couple <laughs> of nights to just tell him what to say. If this ain't a reason to support this ministry, I don't know what is. So remember these two days, when Victory Partner Days kick in in a few weeks, you're going to have an opportunity to partner with us in this mission mm-hmm. to take the message of Jesus around the world and in North Georgia. You're not going to get this anywhere else. We are now up to Passover. Almost, almost, because we're, <laughs> we're we're not at Passover yet. Well,
1: it's, it's like Leon and I are always talking out, off air, and it's just like, what part is this? And it's like, well, well, it's all part of Passover. part <laughs> of and uh, so I mean, Passover starts with the creation of Eve. So I mean, yes, we are at, at Passover, but there's so many images that go into it, and so for the, we have probably three or four more segments here and this part is going to re- uh, focus on what i believe is the reason women have been uh, put in the position very bad position in every culture and uh, i just had one of those really unusual moments it was during a charathon 11 years ago in this room um, the journey goes to papua new guinea In 1963, it's a little teeny country over by Australia, so a young missionary and his wife, now this time I met him, obviously he was older, but uh, Dennis and Nancy Cochran, and they had a four-month-old baby in 1963, and they go, like anybody would with a four-month-old baby, deep into the jungles (laughs) of Papua New Guinea, and they want to reach the most isolated tribe, the Duna. They spoke no other language than the one of their tribe, so they don't... Nobody else is gonna to talk to them. They can't understand them. There's no alphabet, no written language, mm. never heard of Jesus. Alright, so 1963. This particular tribe, they're they're very fearful of the spirits. They knew to receive forgiveness, a blood sacrifice was required. So you gotta ask, where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. And second, they raised pigs, so it was their most valuable thing to sacrifice. The most fearful spirit was the one that lives in women, which is capable of causing a man to shrivel up and die. And as he was sharing this, I'm thinking, that's an odd belief. I wonder where that came from. <laughs> and a husband, This now this tribe is totally isolated. They, they haven't had thousands of years with everybody else. Totally isolated. So everything they picked up was from the beginning. So a husband wouldn't even allow his wife to cook his sweet potato. They had pigs and sweet potatoes in this tribe until they had two children so his name and lineage would pass on. But even then, he wouldn't sleep in the same hut with her because he'd shrivel up and die. Hmm. So neither, neither Dennis or Nancy could speak the language. So, of course, they had no idea of their belief structure when they went there. And, of course, they were uh, Americans. So... Obviously, they're in the same hut and they're sleeping and they got their baby and they're sleeping together and and having no idea that the entire village is just turned on its head (laughs) from the simple act of sleeping. So, Look
0: what's going on over
1: there. What are they doing? So there's about 20,000 people in this tribe. Everyone wanted to visit their home and take a tour. And they'd always end up in the bedroom where these two slept and they would talk but they wouldn't know what they were saying but they couldn't figure out why he didn't die they just total bugger <laughs> their brain now in this tribe violence towards women was huge there was absolutely no love just mm-hmm. beatings so when dennis was finally able to share the gospel with them and first told him about the blood of jesus They were prepared because they knew a blood sacrifice was required Hmm. for removing, for forgiveness. They went up, all the lights went on. But this tribe only made group decisions. So they talked about it together for two years. This new revelation of the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Two years. Afterwards, 2,000 came. They had these black stones that they were used in their false worship. So they came, which were very precious to them, and they threw them all down and said, we'll no longer sacrifice to spirits, we'll only follow Jesus. And they said they needed the book he talked about that told them about God. They needed a Bible. So he begins to translate, and he starts in Genesis to give them a foundation. Think about this tribe. Hmm. All is well, they get to Genesis 2, 23 and 24. The man said, This is now bone of my bones, mm-hmm. flesh of my flesh. Wow. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Well, everyone, they had nine of them that were in this translation thing, absolutely cut to the heart. They couldn't leave fast enough to talk to the elders of their village. And they said... Is the way we live not pleasing to God? Mm. Wow. Simple question. And he said, well, you have to love each other. That's all I said. And they make group decisions. So they talked about it for six months. They decided to conduct an experiment. They built a special house. Now, this, the Duna tribe, they have only one kind of house. 30 feet long, 10 foot wide, one door. You go in. This house, 30 feet wide, 10 wide, 30 feet long, 10 wide, door on each end, wall in the middle. So, and we need to volunteer. So a married couple. (laughs) Guy's going to sleep on this side of the wall. Gal's going to sleep on this one. So the man and the wife are in there. And so this six-month experiment begins. After three months, they remove the wall. After three more months, they decided that if a man takes Jesus inside him then Jesus sends his spirit to live in him and it's even more powerful than the evil spirit that's in a woman so a Christian need not fear Wow! with those revelations they learned how to serve each other they learned kindness they learned even love and with the Bible they learned to serve God mm. so where did their beliefs come from? They were absolutely unreached. They didn't even have a language anyone else could speak. You gotta look at that and see why is, they have this belief that put women as beneath them and worthy of violence and fear, and they knew this blood sacrifice was required to receive forgiveness. And if you look at Passover, it's where we celebrate the unique value of a woman and how God has redeemed her. Mm. So here's the questions to, to ask about that tribe. Did Eve eat the fruit in the early morning hours and her and Adam shriveled up and died, so to speak, or lost the presence of God? Is Was that their reality of happened? Is that where that came from? Mm. Their sin led to separation from God that required the killing of animals to cover their nakedness and bring forgiveness. They had the very essence of what happened in the Garden of Eden as if they had, whether from Noah or whether from Tower of Babel when they made their exit they still had the basics but after thousands of years had wandered into this really bizarre reasoning of everything but they had the basic points and for thousands of years every culture cast down women even the isolated tribes deep in the jungles so but you begin Passover in a very unique way as a Christian we understand this the Jews don't quite have this light is the symbol you light candles and the woman prays. It's an unusual thing, consider this. This is the weirdest thing when you think of where women are put in society, but every 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 Friday night for their Sabbath meal on Passover the women start the thing. Right? What's going on? Well, light is a symbol of God's presence and they're bringing God's presence back in, right? Although Eve led the human race into sin, God chose Mary to be the mother of Jesus, who would redeem mankind. Mm. So think about this. Eve is the first to fall and the first to be redeemed. Wow.
0: Mary brings light. She does. I think about my mom lighting those candles every Passover and she doesn't know that she's bringing God's presence into the room.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's even emotion, you know, <laughs> you're bringing presence, God's presence in. And without the revelation of Jesus Christ, you have, in, in, in every Jewish home, no idea of the things that they're doing, which is what a lot of we're going to talk about tomorrow. But um, there's prayers and there's this reality. In Luke 1, when Mary visited Elizabeth, she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you'll bear. And so, you know, since this portion is about blessing, at our house, we take time to bless each other as we begin the Passover. So this is the official beginning of Passover. So, Leanna, she's been working on her Hebrew for this (laughs) one particular blessing. And this blessing, normally you would pray about the lights, but I ask her, pray the one that's about the blood for this particular thing. Go right ahead.
0: Uh, Now, and in... uh context i do not own rosetta stone hebrew
1: <laughs> <laughs> she has the alabama version <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> so the prayer is baruch <laughs> atah adonai eloheinu melech haalom borei pari hagafen Ha'Amat ha amit i'm sure i'm pronouncing that one wrong yeshua ha Mashiach. and what's the translation I don't have the translation. Okay. Right <laughs> Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, Go King ahead. of the universe, who has brought forth the fruit of the vine. That's
1: right. Mm. The, very, the very blood. So, the significance for a Christian in Passover is even when we're bringing in the light, what we're talking about is Jesus. We're talking about, because it's all about the blood that redeemed us. What was surging through Mary for all those nine months, it was blood. And what surges through us now, it is the blood of Jesus, who mm. so we are, his bride. And, you know, who is my mother and who's my brothers and sisters it's one who does my will so you know we have this whole big concept and so we're gonna tomorrow we're gonna really look through a lot of these images like that prayer and like the lighting of candles and what does that mean and the significance of taking and redeeming woman uh coming up we'll take a, just a quick overview of of passover for tomorrow uh, we have two more little segments and that's it then we'll jump in tomorrow
0: little perspective my mom is saying that prayer. My mom does not believe in God. So here we have this traditional Jewish Passover that has nothing to do with God. It's a a humanistic Passover that my mom wrote. And she stands there at the table and she lights these candles. And in Hebrew says, Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe. She says this five months after I get saved. Wow. So my last Passover with my parents in 2008 before I moved here was the night before I moved. And my mom says those words and I wanted to scream, "Do you know what that means?" Hmm. Wow. Do you know what that means? Hallelujah. You talk about the neatest symbol. So
1: for thousands of years, every Friday night they thank God for the fruit of the vine and all that's them as a grape. They never realize the blood, they
0: never recognize the Messiah. Mm. But we will for the next day or so. Study your spouse studying Jesus's spouse, Jesus's bride today on Risenstein.